Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Race Day Coasting Podcast, where I'm your host, Ray. Usually joined by my co-host, Cubby, who is my four-year-old autistic nonverbal son in this season of life. Guys, it is so, so, so good to be back on an episode with you guys. I know we have been taking some time and doing some things and adjusting to this new schedule. I feel like our schedule is always changing and new things are happening and we are just so grateful for all the changes that have been coming our way because they have been positive, right? Challenging, but positive. So we hope you guys have been doing well and staying safe and just enjoying this good weather and this summer. If you're able to have the summers off, enjoy it for those who are still having to work and do all the things. And then if your kiddos are out of school, hopefully you're able to enjoy them. They're not eating you out of house and home and just driving you mad. (laughs) So I know a lot of people ask me recently, how am I navigating the summers with Cubby not being in school or being in an ABA clinic? Well, actually, it's been easier than previous previous summers. So now that we get in-home ABA and Cubby no longer has school for half a day, we really have the support to make in-home flexible, right? They're able to go with us to different therapy appointments. We have a playground in our neighborhood. We have a pool. There are so many different there are so many different things that the therapist can do with Cubby while he's home and while I'm working, right? Which still gives me access to visually see what's going on, to have hands on deck and learn and also take care of my um, work responsibilities that I have too, right? So we get to pretty much pick our schedule because Cubby is in no longer in school because it's summertime. I allow him to sleep in later and I know we're really big on like routine and things like that but allowing him to sleep in allows me to get like two three hours of uninterrupted time at work and I also think he's in a growth spurt right which just kind of pans out for all of us by that time his therapist shows up or one of his therapists will show up and then help me get him breakfast, get him dressed, get him ready to take on a day. They work on their different lessons and goals and that they have going on for that day. We usually will probably have therapy that same day and then we go do a fun activity, right? The cool thing about just having them in home is in addition to when I am off of work or if I need to run an errand like grocery shopping or different things like that, they are able to go with us, right? And just get Cubby more acclimated to the community, what waiting in lines feels like. I know we talked about before how um, Cubby was probably not super patient. And so we understood that his love of numbers would help us to teach him patience, right? Like Cubby, we're fourth in line. Let's count the people, one, two, three, four. And that turned out to be great. So we'll work on that goal again. And I know you've heard me talk several times before about safety and how just a lot of times with that lack of social component with autism, there's that lack of awareness of safety and social safety that we're, we're used to, right? I think a lot of kids have to be taught, look both ways before you cross the street, right? We don't just take off running when, whenever we want to. We need to stay with mommy These are really crucial things that we're able to work on having them in home with us as well. 
And so in the summer, what we're seeing a lot of is just more direct therapy. Where he was getting school during the school year for half the day, he, he had a lot of social interaction. He had the demands of school, and then he would come home and he would do therapy as well. Which, if I'm being transparent, a lot of mommy guilt was found there, right? The mommy guilt of, oh my goodness, I, I have my kiddo doing pretty much like a full day like an adult, right? And people would tell me things like, oh, you're robbing him of his childhood. You're not allowing him to be like other kids. All these different things projections that people will put on you if you will right but that's not the case at all I know that there's this stigma that comes with ABA that it's you're sitting at a table doing repetitive table work and they're just asking you questions and you're basically just fulfilling the demands that the therapist is asking of you right and that has not been our experience with ABA at all um, the model that um, our BCBA believes in is more play-based right so when people from the outside, they come in and they family, friends, and they kind of see the session, they're just like, how is this therapy? Like, they're just playing with him all day. I don't see how this is making a difference. And in all actuality, it's making so much more of a difference because it's not only impacting him in a way that he likes, he's building a connection, he's working on his imagination, his social skills, and learning new things. Cubby is very much interested in almost anything academic, right? So sometimes their therapy sessions will look like school just because he's so interested and motivated by numbers, learning how to write, learning how to read, all of these things, which guys, he got that honestly from me. I would like to deny that, but he got that from me. I remember coming out of school for the summertime and there would be these opportunities for your parents to buy these thick, thick, thick workbooks, right? And I would be like, oh, mom, you have to buy this for me. Like, I promise I won't, you know, do anything else this summer. This is the only thing I want. And so she would spend like the $60, $70 and buy me this book, right? I would finish this book in like 24 hours. I kid you not. I would have my mom rip the answers out in the back and I wanted her to grade this entire book that I did <laughs> so he gets it honestly from me I don't know if that just kind of dissipated over time but that's definitely something I was just really really interested in I was like doing college applications super early trying to figure out how to get into this filling out scholarship forms it was a whole thing <laughs> it was a whole thing um so when when people do see that they'll either see they will look at the playing model that is being used because cubby loves to build things legos all those things and then they'll see the academic portion of it but either way it goes it's great because they are building up skills for him to keep his brain moving and learning and growing and he's not staying stagnant i know a lot of times in the summer we can just be like, oh, there's no school. We're not having to wake up like super crazy early, get a little person dressed, send them off to school. So we'll just kind of let them have a, a lazy couple of months, if you will, right? But that's not the case, which is really great. And then I love that we're still able to work and focus on, you know, daily grooming skills with Cubby, right? Brushing teeth, doing hair, um, making sure we're staying consistent, with the potty and things like that. I know 
um, when schedules and routines change, there's that looming opportunity for regression. So it's great that we're having hands on deck with that too. And we've been using the summer to expose Cubby to new foods, which has been so great where um, we would introduce Cubby to a chicken nugget and he would <laughs> like every single time and like clockwork, this boy would projectile vomit. Like, I know, TMI, but like every single time, if it was something you exposed him to that he did not like, you would get this reaction. So these past couple of weeks, we've gotten him to actually touch a chicken nugget, to smell it, and then to lick a crumb. I mean, that that is huge. I know that sounds super small, but that is huge from a child who would just see a chicken nugget and not go for it, right? And then there have been other foods like frozen carrots and peas and stuff that he would be exposed to that he would touch, taste, smell, and lick. So I'm just really happy that we have this space in the summer to work on things that we may not have had the time or capacity to do um, during the fall. And then hopefully in a couple of months we'll have some really, really exciting news about Cubby's sleeping situation. So keep your fingers crossed. I cannot wait to show you guys what's going on with that. So hopefully we'll have really good news looming. But if you do have the opportunity to kind of make some changes or navigate, we still have a couple of months left in summer, guys. So just because June is wrapping up and ending doesn't mean you can't make executive changes, you know, moving forward for the rest of the summer. I highly, highly encourage you guys, if you are in ABA or any sort of therapy session, whether it's you're not getting ABA, you're getting OT, speech, anything like that, definitely look at in-home if possible or do a mixture of in-home and clinic, right? More like a hybrid therapy situation. It will just make your life easier. And I think ultimately... That's what makes this journey a lot smoother is not trying to fit the mold of what works for every single family or this cookie cutter mold and do what works for you and your family and the unique challenges that come with you guys. Like we talked about before, I am the primary parent. I do everything for Cubby. Um, so it can be a lot on me at times. So having a support system is super awesome and having flexibility and people who understand and don't want to change and manipulate your situation, but who want to be a blessing and to add to that makes all of the difference, right? Guys, oh my goodness, I cannot believe it's Thursday and we're going to roll into the weekend. We are so ready for the weekend. I'm not exactly sure what we're doing this weekend, but we're ready for it. <laughs> I am going to do our ray of sunshine and our kind like cubby moment. And so, God, thank you so much for this platform. We don't take it for granted. I thank you that you've kept everybody under the sound of our voice, those connected to them and those connected to them, everybody from our past, our present, and those that we have yet to meet, safe from any hurt, harm, or danger, Lord. I thank you that you're continuing to provide. I thank you that you are giving people a cool place to be in this hot, blazing sun that's going on this summer, God. I thank you that with all the chaos that's going on, that we can focus on you and regardless of the waves of the world, we can have inner peace and that you're granting that. God, I thank you that you are providing helpers in this season. You are providing resources and finances and mental and physical and emotional rest. God, I thank you that we are always in our right minds and that you are the ultimate source 
for everything. So anybody who feels like they're lacking, we just tap into the fact that you are a God that shows there's always more where that came from because you're the source. And so anybody that's looking at somebody else's blessing and wondering when it's their turn, Lord, we thank you that you are sending them their turn, Lord. We thank you that what they're imagining is not even the tip of what you have in store for them, God. So we ask that you keep them faithful to you, Lord God. You send them the positivity and you send them the encouragement that they need to take a step by step, day by day in you, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, we seal this prayer. Amen.